Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. If you want the best coverage from the farm system to the front office, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast, now on the Dub Network. Here are your hosts, Jeff and John. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 104, and today Cody Bradford is going to join us here in a little while. He's he's the first player to be on three times. First player to be on three times, and he's a big leaguer now, so we like when big leaguers come on. He can put it on his resume. That'll look real nice. It'll look really good. First (laughs) three-time player guest. That'll be fun to have him, Han. Guys, a reminder, (laughs) we're close. We're one week away. Next Thursday night at uh, 7 p.m., Hops Hop and Sting Brewery in Grapevine, Texas. Yes. 7 p.m., it's the text. It's the Rangers Today live show, and we've got our guests lined up. We've got Mike Maddox is yep. going to be there. We've got Matt Hicks is going to be there. He's the Rangers radio broadcaster. Yeah, he was on the show a couple weeks ago. Derek Holland, former Ranger, and and yeah, and yeah. He, he's there. And we want to make one more announcement today. You'll see this coming out on Twitter. Tell us who else is joining us. Well, it looks like Josh Spores will be joining us. Uh, <laughs> got the last out of the World Series. He was our first guest after the World after Series. the World Series and. Uh, he's he's been uh, very uh, out in public this off season. Uh, car- you know, we've got some caravan stops coming up. He'll be at, but um, I think he's uh, <clears throat> I think of all the guys, he he's kind of relishing the moment. I mean, he he's forever uh, in in Rangers lore, you yeah, know, and, and he is. they're going to show that highlight forever. And he will and, be a uh, part of a of a poster or big picture in that stadium for the rest. Yeah. Of Rangers' yeah. existence, so, it's going to show him spiking his glove. So good for him, but uh, you know we're in we're into January now, and spring training is uh, a month away, yep. and these guys are are, are back at it, and uh, they got to kind of <clears throat> they so, can still be riding the high and feeling good about themselves, but uh, it's, it's time about, to get back to work. It's about to be about to be time to work again. And so let's talk about this Rangers exciting offseason. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I made the snoring noise. Still, they have not been busy. Uh, they did sign a catcher. They did. This is interesting. Yeah, Andrew Kisner. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Andrew Kisner with the Cardinals his whole career, uh, including last arbitration season. Arbitration eligible, <laughs> eligible, I saw too. He he will have an, a year of arbitration um, next year, but he <clears throat> he signed his uh, one-year, $1.825 million. Um, it looks like he's <clears throat> going to be the Rangers' backup catcher. I, I still think he has to win the job. Um, you this, know, this puts some questions on Huff. Well, 
it, it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, we had talked at the winter meetings with Chris uh, Young about, uh, about Huff. And he said he had a great year, fantastic year offensively. But he didn't catch a lot, or he didn't catch enough, uh, was what Young said. And a lot of that was the Rangers' fault because they called him up to uh, be an extra body, to be the backup when, when Heim was hurt, just instances like that, and, and didn't play him. And so uh, he, he didn't get a lot of catching reps. So, you know, he, he does have an extra option year, which was also a surprise that came out of the winter meetings. So it, it, it's not good for his short term, but I don't think it hurts the long term. So now, he's, he's got another option to go down? He does. So, the, you know, he, he will be. Wow, I thought he was out. Everybody thought he was out. We all thought he was out. All, all four of us. I don't know the what beat, you four beat guys. I don't know what Stefan thinks, but the the three the three beat writers full time thought that yeah. thought that he was out of options, and we were all kind of looking at each other. And he, you know, Chris Young said, "Yeah, he's got a he's got he has an option." So anyway, um, uh, well, that makes me feel better. That means not necessarily yeah. they don't have to make a move. Yeah, um, but but Huff can still make the roster. You know. Uh, Backup first baseman Kisner, DH and the no, I mean I think he can make the option as the backup or make the roster as the backup catcher. Kisner, while he <clears throat> hit ten home runs and two hundred twenty four at bats, which is pretty good, um, he's not a necessarily a great defensive catcher. Okay, as far as pitch framing, Bobby Wilson does a, a lot of good work with these guys as their catching coach. Um, but I, I, I think that there's opportunity for for Huff to to win a spot on the opening day roster now. There's an opportunity for him to go to AAA too, but well, apparently, yeah. Sam Huff is still <laughs> there. Is that option? <laughs> Sam Huff is still the. I, I don't you know. I always thought he was the catcher of the future with Jonah Heim now, a Gold Glove winner and and, and really established. Uh, I, I don't know that that's ever going to happen. That Sam Huff is going to catch a hundred games a season, at least not while while Heim is around. But I, I still think that. That the Rangers like Huff, they see the the all stars all star potential. He, you know, Bobby Wilson said it a year ago when he was in our podcast that that if Sam Huff realizes his potential, he's a superstar, hitting home runs, throwing out runners. Um, it's just going to take a little bit longer, and sometimes it does, you know. And and um, anyway, so that's the that's the the one signing that that to a big league contract. They signed uh, three pitchers to minor league deals. Uh, Purely depth, and that's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah, but like uh, Shane Green has, has, you know, has was a closer at one time for the Tigers. Uh, Austin Pruitt had a nice year going last year. He's from Plano. He had a nice year going uh, before he got hurt. Uh, he was with Oakland, and then Jonathan Holder had had a pretty good run going with the Yankees uh, about uh, eight to eight years ago. I guess it started seven eight years ago. Uh, he's dealt with some shoulder injuries in, in twenty one and twenty two. Was in AAA with the Angels, which is a little concerning if he couldn't get called up by the Angels. But um, yeah, these are these are depth pieces, nothing more. Maybe you, maybe you strike uh, catch lightning in a bottle, sure, as they say, and you, you actually have a guy. And it, boy, it's happened a lot. You know, you'll, you'll see a non a non roster invite win a roster spot. It happens pretty routinely. It's happened with Greg Holland two years ago, with Ian Kennedy last year. Um, but yeah. yeah, you get him in here, and and, and hopefully. It, some point, if you need a relief arm, you have this guy down there, who's pitch, who hopefully is pitching well and can come up with his experience and, and get you some outs. Well, in position 
position players have done that too. Last year, sure. Travis Jankowski, who yeah. fact it was told he wasn't going to make the team right before the end of spring training, yeah. then end up with Leoti's injury. Right. comes up, and I saw Leoti's getting a bump too. He's yeah, a, they had, they had the, the arbitration numbers were out yesterday. Thursday was a big day in, in terms of that. Um, the only the Rangers had eight arbitration eligible players. Uh, the only one who did not come to an agreement was Adolis Garcia, and they're way far apart. The Rangers and, and Adolis, it's shoot, it's one point nine million apart. I I don't think it's going to go to a hearing. I think that I think that I wrote this today at RangersDay.com, five ninety eight a month, sixty dollars for a year. That um, this could be an opportunity for the Rangers to work out an extension, and and Adolis is a little bit older. Yeah. Um, so he's not your normal young guy. With a, a long ten year, three hundred million with a long guy. future ahead of him. Right. He's, he's he's you know over thirty, what 32, 31, 32. Um, not old, obviously by our standards, but um, he he's not going to get a you know when he becomes a free agent in in three years, he's going to be thirty four. Right. He's not he's not going to get a ten year deal at that right. point. Exactly. So you might as well sign him up. Try to sign him now. Buy out his arbitration years. Uh, buy out a year or two of free agency, put an option on the end of it, and, and by the time you're all said and done, he's 37. Maybe he's a DH at that point. But you know, if you look at what he's meant to the what he meant to the team last year. Oh my gosh! 39 homers, 107 RBIs, 108 runs, Golden he's Glove. A threat every time at the plate. You know, he only hit 245, but you look at what he did in the postseason, and, and um, man, it, it'd be hard to envision him. Um, any, you know, anything. Any disharmony between him and the club, you don't, you don't, you never want to go to a hearing. You know, that's when the the knives. I think they're going to work something out. Yeah, I do too. But that's when the knives come out and it gets ugly. And yeah, you don't want that. You, well, you have to go in there and tell the team, tell a player, this is why you don't deserve this money. Yeah, and you don't ever want to do that to a guy you really count. Yeah, on. and I mean, and you're you know you're you're poking holes in everything he does, and uh, sure, it, they can get contentious. But um, you know, the Rangers haven't been to one in 24 years, so. Hopefully that streak remains alive. Lee Stevens. That's right. Um, Adolis Garcia, so he's the one who didn't sign. Those who did sign were Nathaniel Lowe, second year of arbitration, I think $7.5 million. Uh, Dane Dunning, first year. We talked year. about last week. Yeah. He got 3.3 or? 3.325 million. Right. Uh, Jonah Heim, 3.05 million. The OD got in there at uh, 2.24 or something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Burke got a million. Burke. Spores, Jonathan Hernandez, he's got over a million. Um, I don't know. We're probably forgetting. No, I think Spores that's all is of buying them. the beer. That's all of them. No, no <laughs> I told him I'm buying the beer. Uh, so I know that, but so I'm anyway, kidding. But. Um, and and you know this is part of it. You know the, the, the Rangers are. This is a that's a lot of money they're taking on in salary. Um, and it's why they're uh, not being stupid on free agency right now and what they're doing. Well, right? yeah, I mean, but, but you know, just as players get older and mature or through the baseball or, uh, financial system. Still cheaper. You're, you're going to have hits like this. And, and next year, you know, I mean, if, if they don't sign a Dolas to an extension um, and he has another year like he did, he's going to be over, over 10. Yeah. Um, Nate Lowe will be around around 10. If, if Dunning has another good year, he could be six, double his salary. So, right. Um, it, it's, uh, but it's still more affordable than a free agent. So, you know, it, it's, um, it's, it's weird how the baseball works. It's better for the players than it, than it was, you know, well, you know, and, and 50 years ago before free agency. 
we were talking about Kisner. Kisner? Kisner. That just came in, too. And, and that was important because, you know, Jonah Heim's not a top 10 American League uh, catcher in all of baseball or whatever it was. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was all of baseball. That yeah. was the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. The, the, the starter in the All-Star game, 4.7 war. Uh, what he did in the I – mean, whatever. I mean – they yeah. did get Corey Seager right. He's the number one shortstop as far as I'm yeah. I'm a homer fan, so right. I can no, be No, I mean, I, I don't know how, like, Gabriel Moreno from the Diamondbacks was ahead of Heim. I, I don't see that one. There were a couple <laughs> guys that shouldn't have been on the list. And <laughs> it's crazy. At least not ahead of Heim. But uh, it, and, you know, Seager, obviously having, having a great year, was a gold club finalist, but I could, you know, you could make an argument that there are other shortstops who are better than him. But Defensively especially. They anyway, just have more yeah, I mean, it's just – But Kisner – Kisner, you talk about him. He, he comes from the Cardinals organization where he's been his entire career. That's where Mike Maddox comes from until last year when he came to the Rangers. This is a guy that's familiar with him. Yeah, sure. So maybe there's something there, too, where when they, they – you, you got to know they approached Mike about that and said, what, what about yeah, this guy? Yeah, and, you know, uh, Kisner has 14 career games catching Jordan Montgomery. And, and so maybe maybe something comes out of that. I don't know, but um, – uh, Montgomery did just fine with the Rangers. Yeah, Montgomery doesn't need a <laughs> but someone familiar. Catcher. Yeah, yeah, but it, you know it always helps to have someone familiar. Although if he returns, he'll know seventy five percent of the, the players, um, if not if not more than that. Uh, that's still the one that's hanging out there is is, is the rotation. Um, I thought it was interesting that three three guys who've been talked about across baseball as potential trade targets: Corbin Burns. Shane Bieber, not Justin Bieber, Shane Bieber, and then Dylan Cease. <clears throat> they all came to agreements yesterday. Um, Burns, 15 and change. Bieber, 13 and change. And Cease was at $8 million. He has two years of uh, – another year of arbitration after this year. Those other guys would just come with one year of control. But those are those are trade targets. And, you know, the Rangers now know, hey, all right, this is what we'd be paying him. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a lot less than Jordan Montgomery – it would take to sign Jordan Montgomery. You would have to surrender prospects, of course, and, and they have value, so you would calculate all that stuff in. But um, I think those are real viable options, that, that the, a, a, a trade at this point. Because, uh, I mean, if, if Snell turned down 5 and 150 from the Yankees, uh, $30 million a year, if he's wanting more than that, whether it's another year or more money on top of it, probably both, um, they're just going to – this is going to take a long time, and they're going to price themselves out. Yep. Their market's going to shrink, and at some point they're going to come having to you know, want to hold, hold their hat. Yeah, hold hat, hat in hand. Hat in hand. There you go. So It's hat in hand, and they've got – unfortunately, they've got the one agent who tries to draw it out to the end and make yeah. you get desperate. Yeah. And, and the, the, the good thing is and, – and it's a very nice thing to have for the Rangers. They are not desperate. Yes, they could use the luxury of getting another couple pitchers in here that they need to get in here, but they are—they've got a rotation right now that isn't half bad at all. Yeah, with what they have on the team right now. Sure. So it, it is not horrible with what they have. So they—they're not desperate, but yes, they would love the luxury of Jordan Montgomery coming back here or a trade for someone like a Bieber or a, or a Cease or something like that. But they don't have to. Yeah, they don't, and because they've got arms coming uh, back, and that—that's their leverage. You know they. You know, we just got to survive. You know, a few months. They last year their injuries piled up late in the season. <clears throat> this year they're going to kind of pile up early in the season. And mm -hmm. if you know they survived late, everything worked out great. You survive early, everything still has a chance to work out great. And 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 the five that they have right now, 
Cavaldi, Gray, Dunning, Heaney, Bradford, our right. upcoming guest, that'll win you some ball games. Absolutely. The, the, the question is the depth. You know, do you sure. want do you want to get another guy in as a depth piece and that you know potentially well, would bump somebody to the bullpen and and uh, or or you know to the minors to continue to be a starter, but it's um, those are the those are the things the Rangers are working on. They're well, not trying to overall reinvent the wheel here. They're no. they're coming back and pretty. Any solid. of those guys too could come into spring training or come out of spring training with something bothering them and yeah. have to have to do a little stint or or get behind, uh, you know, have some yeah. kind of lat strain or something, and sure. they're halfway through spring training, so they're not going to start the season in the big leagues, and they're going to have to wait few weeks getting in the seat that happens with yeah. with all these guys so yeah depth is needed and the rangers proved it last year with the depth they had it was very nice with the depth they had mm-hmm. now they've got some young pitchers that are just on the verge of really stepping up that they could use as that depth you're depending on hoping that they're your depth you know yeah. you, you got owen white you've got uh jack Leiter should probably start in triple a this year yeah. that's Thanks. another one who made some strides um you know and then of course cole win Yep. Whether or not that works out, he he's did, did better when he pitched. Where did he go pitch at? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Um, I still say, you and I have talked about this. I'm, I'm wondering if it's that automated strike zone that's given him could some, be. It could some be. crap. Or maybe that was the genesis of it and some other <coughs> things uh, came out of it. But, um, you know, Dane Acker. You know, yeah. Dane, Dane Acker, he, you know, he had a 2-5-4 ERA at double-A, and they didn't protect him from the Rule 5 draft because they, they thought he walked too many guys. He also had a knee injury. He has an in, in, an injury history, but he cleared, when, got when, back. When, Day, when Dane Acker is, is going good, he's as good as any one of those yeah. guys. So Former Oklahoma <laughs> Sooner, right? That is correct. And so um, he's, got a, he's got a chance, too. I mean, all, you know, if, if they're advanced and know how to pitch, they have a chance. So right. uh, we'll see what happens. we got a long way to go. We have a long way to go this offseason, you know, um, even even shoot, you know, Robbie Grossman and Will Smith signed during spring training last year. Right. So did Ian Kennedy. All oh, three, there's plenty all of three time. Ma- all three made the opening day mm-hmm. roster. Relievers, you don't have to worry about getting them there on day one because they don't have to work up. They don't have to build up as much. They don't need as many outings as, as a starter does. So, um, yeah, plenty of time. People who are panicking, uh, don't panic. It's it's an unusual offseason because of the two Japanese players and then, and then the the two pitchers represented by Scott Boris. So it's just a little bit different. Um, but keep in mind, Yankee signed Stroman yesterday. Yeah, that was surprising to me that Stroman didn't get more looks. Is he just a guy that people don't dig or something? I mean, I don't know. I don't he's know. he's always been look. He's put up decent numbers. He's yeah. always been a good pitcher. He's an innings eater. And yeah. I just wonder what the deal was. I was just kind of floored that that. You know, the Cubs could have had him back. They, you know, he really liked it in Chicago. But, man, nobody was breaking down his door. Yeah, you know. What's he, 32, yeah, 33? He, he didn't finish well uh, last year. Um, he does – uh, this doesn't matter anymore, but he, he got popped for steroids in the minor leagues. Um, he's He is little. Uh, I, I think yeah, he's like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, I think that's, you know, something that, that has always kind of – Oh well, not Yamamoto's just him. But not all, big but either. But all, all pitchers are, are – who aren't – who aren't tall or that's held against them. Yeah. Um, and and may, maybe, I don't know, people look at these numbers and maybe they see stuff that they don't like. But, um, yeah, I think the Yankees did okay there. I, I still – they still have money, of course, to, to sign uh, a Montgomery or revisit Snell. Um, but I, I think uh, 
I just think that market's dwindling. You know, the Giants today signed Jordan Hicks, who was a reliever. They're going to make him a starter. starter. Yeah, I could. He's, he's started before in his career. Um, Bellinger still sitting Obviously, it didn't work out because he became a reliever. But anyway, with, with Hicks um, and, and the acquisition of Robert, Robbie Ray, it seems like the Giants are probably out on Montgomery. Uh, you know, the, the, the Cubs, they, they signed the, the Japanese pitcher Shota Imanaga. Right. Not a lot of money, so so they still have money, um, but I, I just think that that's that's a shrinking market for 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 both pitchers, really. Not that not that they had a huge market to begin with, because they're in a different stratosphere than some teams can afford. But um, I think the Rangers are going to surprise people. I think they're 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 kind of playing the market out, knowing they don't have to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. But I think somebody, I think by the end of this, we're going to all be going, "Wow, what a that was pretty good." You know, they're going to just, whether it's through a trade or a sign or something's going to fall into their lap, and they're going to upgrade this team, which they could go into it with what they have right now and still be one of the top AL teams. But oh, sure. I just feel yeah. something's going to happen. I just think they're – I honestly see why it's kind of sitting in the driver's seat back there going, there's no point being stupid yet. Well, I don't think – I definitely don't think they're done. No, not at all. Yeah. and, and <clears throat> um, They're letting the game come to them. And and it's going to, you know, I, you know – of, of, of the the Burns, Beavers, and, and Ceases, you know, the Brewers, they don't need to trade them right now because they might be a playoff team. Right. But uh, they may wait till the deadline. Uh, <coughs> that, that doesn't help them maximize the value on him if, right. if they were to trade him right now. But are you throwing up the white flag on your season if you do that? Uh, you know, same, same with Bieber. It's unlikely the Guardians are going to be able to re-sign him. Um, they weren't great last year. They have a new manager. Um, I think they have some injuries from last season that are kind of bleeding into this year on the pitching front. So um, I, I would think that that the Guardians w- w- would seem more likely to trade uh, Bieber than the other two teams trading Cease. The White Sox do have a new GM. Uh, maybe he wants to make his mark. But you know, the White Sox just had a, a crap year. They were supposed to be a you know, one of favorites in the central, central yeah they just stunk uh now they don't have giolito obviously they traded him last year at the deadline so it's a little different for them too but that's not a you know that's not a great division i mean i think i don't even think the twins won 90 games to win it so i think that that the maybe the white Sox, because the white Sox do have some talent maybe that they can maybe they uh hold on to him another year and, and try to deal him next offseason i don't know but i mean i i just like bieber i he had the arm injury last year, but he came back from that, and um, everything seems okay on that front. So, um, if it's me, you know, if Montgomery's just not not going to come off the price, um, I, I think a trade for Bieber and and while you're at it, just go get Emmanuel Classe. Yeah, and uh, get take, him back here. Take care. Take care of a couple things. Absolutely, I, I've said this in all business that I deal with. When you're negotiating contracts, you're doing stuff like that. I, I mean. You, I, I tell anybody in the real estate world, when they're you know you someone falls in love with something or they want this property or anything that's happening, I say it with pitching too. You know what you're willing to spend. This is what I'm willing to spend. I'm going to give them this much money, this many years. This is what I'm going to do. If he goes inside somewhere else for more than you were willing to do, you cannot be upset. Yeah. Sure. If you didn't, if you think, oh crap, I'm I might would have paid that, then you should have freaking put that on the table at the beginning. 
Because I tell people all the time, make your best offer. This is the offer that you walk away with. If they say no, you walk away and you don't worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So they're not there yet, but I think that they're that 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 if 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 Montgomery signs tomorrow for six years, whatever, and the Rangers can go, okay, well, we were not going to give him that kind of money. Then, yeah. then nobody, just fans are going to be upset. Rangers yeah. brass aren't going to. They're yeah. going to be like, no. you know, yeah, that's yeah. okay. And I, I think it is the length of the length of contract that that would be. They don't go over more. five very much. No, that'd be the concern for for the Rangers, in my opinion. Um, and you know, and if if you know, the, like we said, the Rangers are going to be getting. I guess we didn't say it, but the, at 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 some point in the second half, the Rangers will be getting back Max Scherzer, Jacob Degrom, and Tyler Malley to to fortify the rotation. Who's to say the Rangers don't go out and get some at the trade at the deadline if yep. he doesn't get traded this offseason or, or burns it? You know, sure, it, it's all it's all out there. It's all in. Hey, they won a World Series. Play. They won another one. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to do whatever it yeah. gets to win yeah. again. I, I I think you know you can save some of your financial bullets here. You know, well, keep keep your powder dry. Is that what they say? And, yep. And then uh, strike when it's ready. Move yep. if you have to. Move, move when you have to. Yep. Okay, guys, we're not going to go down to the bus leagues. We can talk a little bit about minor leaguers. Anything? No, you know they had a, they had a dead period for for quite a while. Um, all of December, I think it ended January first. Um, <clears throat> you, you you don't. You know, I, all you know, Huff is done in, in the Dominican. He finished before Christmas. Josh Smith was only there a, a short time. Blaine Krim finished early de- early December. He's back, um, so you don't you know Cole Wynn is done. He's back too. Uh, you don't have a ton going on. They are going to have um, <coughs> uh, they always have a um, Dominican program where where they'll round up their international prospects and and go in and uh, you know the front office will head down to the the complex <coughs> there and. In the Dominican, in yeah. the Dominican, in Boca Chica, and uh, sit around and watch players. There'll be some some holdouts. You know, w- the one thing of note is is what's ahead uh, next week on Monday is January fifteenth. That's the the deadline, or that's the opening of the window for signing players in the next international class. The Rangers have been linked to a couple guys in the top twenty five, um, so that that'll be news next week. Um, maybe uh, maybe we can talk about it at the live show. Ross Fenstermakers is flirting with stopping by. Um, I don't know that he wants to be on the mic, but um, we might be able to coax him and, and, and see what happens. But um, and speaking of minor league stuff too, uh, Aaron Zavala might. He's yeah. he's talked that he might drop by. It's it's a matter. I think he might be in town. He doesn't know yet. He, no, he's in town. He he he's having family come in town. Okay, and so. That would yeah. be a great guy to have over. I don't want him to sacrifice time with his family. And, Not at all. Uh, although I did tell him that that Grapevine is a you know downtown Grapevine is a great place to take your family out for a night for dinner. And if he does confirm, we will confirm it, guys, yeah. and get it out there. He is someone that's potentially coming. He, he's very interested, but he does have family coming. Yeah, and that, that, this yeah. happens with everyone. That's why we haven't announced Spores yet. We've been <laughs> yeah. Spores has been back and forth with us, and these other guys. You got to make sure these guys are good to go, and they are. Yeah, and and you know it's their off season too. Yep. You know, and and, and the winter caravan starting, and and their off season is more important than <laughs> uh, than coming on to Rangers Today Baseball podcast. And as, next year, as we'll, crazy as that sounds, exactly. Yeah, we want to do more of these live shows too, and maybe we'll do them at different parts. Uh, maybe right after the season, sometimes or whatever. We'll find different points to do it yeah, where it might you know, be a little easier. I, I'm sure that our friends at at Frisco and Round Rock would would make room for us, and yeah. 
we could we could do something out there. So sure. Uh, but let's 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 test the waters on this first one. But um, let's let's get Cody in. It's gonna be a fun time. Yeah, it'll be a good time. But let's get Cody in here and uh, all right, talk ball. All right, Cody Bradford, right after this, guys. All right, guys, and joining us right now from literally in the closet. He's getting his house built. We're not gonna <laughs> tell you where that's at, but he's building the house and he's taking a break with us. It never gets old saying this. This is the third time in a row I get to say this. World champion left-handed pitcher, Cody Bradford's joining us. Cody, what's going on, man? Wow, guys. It sounds awesome when you say it that way. Uh, Not much. Yeah, like y'all said, um, we got some house stuff going on in a new house. So some painters and some furniture. So we're in the closet, quietest spot, and <laughs> glad to hop on with you guys today. Yo, this is this is your third appearance. So you're the first player prospect or major leaguer to, to make a third appearance so wow we don't have anything for you but it, it looks good on a resume <laughs> sure awesome hey, well, and, i feel know, honored a shout out to randy because your dad is a huge fan and your dad is stops every time i'd see him in frisco and and he can confirm uh cody can confirm when we were after the parade yeah we were walking through down there we were walking through the inside and Randy comes run up in front of me. I didn't know what he was doing. Just some guy stopped right in front of me. He turned around with this little grin on his face and he was loving life. Gave me a huge old hug. I mean, this is, you know, the, the dad of a world series champion at the parade. And he, you could tell he was having a good time. I mean, he's just a Ranger fan through and through. Like I grew up in Fort Worth. And so he loves following y'all's podcast, listening to it back when I was in Hickory and in double a coming up and, Got my first time on it. He loved listening to it. So he's, he's just a huge, he's a super fan. Well, good. Well, maybe we can get him a trophy. Absolutely. Yeah. For one fan. There's got to be one of those out there. No, he, yeah. he's always, he goes out of his way to come say hi every time he's around and, and do that. <laughs> love Randy. Love the whole, well, the Bradford family. My, my wife does not watch it. So she is not a number one fan. Mine doesn't either. Her, her parents watch though. She'll so. watch when like Cody's on because she met Cody. So she'll watch the Cody portion of it okay. she won't watch any other part of it all right well <laughs> anyway so what have you been up to besides the new house you know you you, you didn't have uh your usual length of time off uh, sure september and october so what's the off season been like i mean actually the day after the parade my wife and i flew to charlotte and we went to tread uh each headquarters out there in uh yeah charlotte north carolina south carolina wherever it's at and uh got with them and and excited to work with them this off season working on some mechanical adjustments and just some pitch design stuff and then uh we didn't my wife and i usually tr like to travel and try and take a vacation but we didn't do that this off season she let me go on a boys trip with my dad my father-in-law my two brother-in-laws and we went on an elk hunt a week-long elk hunt up in colorado and it was oh a blast gosh where uh where, where in colorado it was really close it was uh in the town of Eagle, yeah. uh, which is like outside of uh, Vail. Yeah. Yeah. Really close to Vail. Yeah. Well, did you get one? We did on the last day. We didn't get one in Eagle. Uh, my father-in-law actually had a, an old uh, business partner that had a ranch up there and, and was kind enough to give us a cow voucher. Cause you can't shoot a cow. Uh, you can't get a tag for a cow if you're a non-resident. So we had a bull hunted hard for one for four or five days. Didn't get one. And then on the last day of the season, we got a cow. Okay. So, now, yeah. now this is so my father lived in colorado for a little bit yeah right, right went on an elk hunt one time i like to go deer hunting i've got a little yeah. land out in west texas i go deer hunting at and and he killed an elk and i said man that must have been the coolest thing in the world and his exact words were i will never kill another elk 
unless it's standing in the back of the pickup. Right. Said that oh was the, the, I mean, you had to hike it out of there, right? We, we got lucky. So shooting the cow on, on uh, a buddy's ranch, we got to take the pickup right out in the pasture, uh, kind of where we were. But got to pull the truck well, up there. <laughs> well, my brother-in-law's when, when we were all up in Eagle, we had an opportunity to shoot a, well, we didn't have an opportunity to shoot a legal bull, but we, we, we would have had a spike tag. We could have shot a spike and it's 500 yards as the crow flies. But if we would have shot it, we would have had to go about half a mile down a Canyon and half a mile back up a Canyon on the other side. And I can't imagine what that would have been like if we would have shot one. I, um, I'm from Colorado. My, my sister and, uh, uh, brother-in-law, they live in Loveland, which is North. It's near Fort Collins. Skied there. Okay. And, um, no, not the ski resort. It's it's on I twenty five. It's an actual actual city. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, town. Anyway, um, we were up there right before Christmas, and every day a herd of elk came came into their neighborhood. Wow. I mean, they're these are these are not these are not deer. No, these are these are big animals. <laughs> these are not deer. They yeah. are huge. But yeah, they. You know, we could just walk across the street and shot one. I mean, it would have been illegal. Yeah. We probably got arrested. But I mean, you know, we didn't. We didn't have to go to. We didn't have to go to Eagle and, and trudge out in the snow. We just walk across right. the street. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, the wildlife. It's just. But well, now you give all that up. Everybody gets some good meat. Oh yeah, yeah. We split it up between all the family, and gosh, we're gonna be eating elk for a year now. So it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> well, okay. So what about the baseball stuff? You said you went to to tread, uh, which yeah. uh, I guess. Dane Dunning has has worked out at Jack Leiter apparently has, does something with them uh, spores. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are others. Yeah. But, um, when did you start start throwing again? Uh, I started. I took two and a half weeks off, so I started throwing like right before, right around Thanksgiving, I guess. So maybe that was maybe that would be three weeks, but uh, but it was right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did it feel like you were fresh and because i mean you, you know you as you know you probably pitched more than you ever had before sure um, how, how are you feeling as you're you're working out here this this off season yeah this off season feels great when i started throwing again right it's really low intensity and working on some other stuff with with plyo balls but i was surprised i was curious how my body would bounce back as well um i think the heavier load of my throwing was earlier in the year when i was throwing a lot of innings and so when I was with the with the big league team at the end in the bullpen, it was it was a little bit easier for my body to adjust and handle that, um, which ended up working out great. But this off season like has been pretty normal compared to other off seasons. Like as soon as I started throwing, uh, started throwing bullpens um, about a week and a half ago, which is right on course with with last year and the year before. So it's, it, honestly, it's been pretty normal. Are you are so you you are off a of mound. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you, you're preparing, I guess, to, to be a starter. I mean, right now you're, you're one of the five. Yeah. Until, until uh, I hear otherwise from the Rangers. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to prepare to be a starter. Yes, sir. Um, are you, are you getting, uh, there, there's a facility near your, your home uh, where a lot of players have started to work out, but are you, are you going back forth to the ballpark? Where are you doing your, your... Uh, yeah, I've been, so, in our, in our new place, we're about 30 minutes from the ballpark in Arlington, so it's an easy shot over there. So I've just been going in and getting my lifts done, getting my throwing done. There's there's bullpen catchers there, the, the, the technology's there that I need. And it's just it's fun to go to the stadium when you can. It's still like a dream come true. 
So who, who else is there? What, what's the, what's what's the group like? Simeon. Yeah. Every day. So Simeon's been there. He's on. I think he's been on vacation for a little bit. Um, but it's been me, Josh Spores, uh, Josh Smith, all the Joshes, I guess. And uh, Marcus was there. And JP Martinez has been coming in. And I think Huff might have come in last earlier this week, but I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, oh, go ahead. Big Sorry. John Gray, Jay Gray came back. So he's back in town too. Good. Yeah. It's a, uh, I, I thought it would be a bigger group, but, um, um, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, you yeah. Prove? <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I'd like, I'd like all, all, uh, every 40 man member to be there. Um, no, that, that uh, it's, it's, it's good to have somebody to work out with. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no, that's sure. not, that, not that you couldn't sure. go down to Baylor or go anywhere. You go to T TMI. Yeah, this is the time to go to TMI, not during the season. Um, right, right. Yeah. So, spring training. Um, you've you've have have they laid out any kind of plan for you guys as starters? They take it easy, or as a young guy, no, you're I, just ready to do whatever you got. It's been pretty quiet on my front. Um, you know, I briefly texted with with uh, Mike Maddox a couple of days ago, just on some pitch design stuff, and just making sure we're all on the same page. And he's like, "Yeah, sounds good." So, um, but as far as like scheduling, I think we got to wait until the off season's totally complete because you never know what moves they might make still, sure. and who they might try and sign. What uh, so so? What did you make of last season? the The last time we had you on was right in early May after you had had become the you know you're the world's greatest pitcher in triple a and um and then like 10 days later if, if even that you you made your major league debut what 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 was this first season like i would say it was a learning experience all the way around um the starting from a starters aspect didn't go um as i would have hoped i guess getting moved to the bullpen didn't see that coming, but hey, I kind of found a role that fit and was able to able to help the team in the playoffs. Which, I mean, that's more than I could ever ask for is just to be a contributor there. And gosh, just trying to get my feet wet and understand the day to day flow of being a big leaguer. I guess it it, it didn't really change from the minor leagues to the big leagues from a scheduling standpoint, but gosh, all the distractions outside the field definitely changed. And trying to manage that was was interesting. So, yeah, well, you know, you mentioned pitching in the postseason, um, and, and one of the one of the the things that that the Rangers like so much about you is that you're a pretty steady and even keeled guy, and nothing really seems to to bother you. But did you feel a difference when you're on the mound? The, what, that 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 first that first time in Baltimore, did you feel all right? This is this is a little different. You know. <laughs> a lot of people have asked me that and it seems weird, but for some reason I really didn't. I think I was so locked in and just focused on executing pitch after pitch that to me, it just, it felt like another day at the ballpark and maybe, maybe I was fooling myself a little bit. Um, but, but for whatever reason that that's what worked for me is just telling myself, Hey, it's just another baseball game. Like it's just another day at the job. Just go out and have fun and execute pitches and see what happens. So, it, it didn't feel like a bigger moment, I guess. Maybe it should have. I don't know. But maybe I missed that part. I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, you can, you can look back. I've, I've, done, I've done a lot of this. I've watched a lot of the, 
a lot of the games again uh, throughout the playoffs. And you can go back to, to certain things that maybe in the moment you overlook, but sure. um, that outing was, was huge. I and mean, cause, cause Jordan wasn't able to go five. It seemed like Baltimore kind of had his number that day, or maybe he was a little bit off and you, you held steady things. And the, the, mm. the lead got rebuilt and then uh, um, you ended up winning the game, sweeping the series and the rest is history. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, what, a, what does it mean? And, you know, there were some guys who were along for the ride, didn't, didn't pitch a ton or, or play a ton, but what does it mean to like contribute to a world Absolutely. series win? That's a yeah, it was a dream come true. I, I told Maddie, my wife, before, we've made playoffs. I was like, babe, if I even have an opportunity to make a playoff roster, that would be awesome. But to pitch an inning, a meaningful inning and contribute in any way would like fulfill every childhood dream I've ever had growing up being a Rangers fan, watching the 2010, 2011 world series losses. Like, Oh my gosh, guys, it it was, it was incredible just to be able to help them help the team move forward and, and have a chance. So what do you do now? I mean, your first first year you win a World Series. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it happened to Cal Ripken. You know, Cal yeah. Ripken first year won a World Series. And that was it. So, uh, how do you guys get back to 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 winning another? Yeah, I think we build from here, and it's not just a one and done thing. Like I think CY has talked about it a lot. Like he wants to build a winning culture, and he wants guys in the organization to have a winning culture. And to have that, you can't just have just because you were a winner once doesn't mean you have a winning culture. It's winning time and time again. So I think that's what all the guys in the clubhouse want. And that's what we see moving forward. And, and I hope that's everybody's goal that it comes up. How about Alito? Hey, Alito, I I noticed that Alito, did they give you a key to the city? Oh my gosh. (laughs) They gave me, they gave me a lot of stuff. I was not, uh, uh expecting all that but it was incredible yeah well my, my point is i mean it, making the big leagues and being from alito that's cool and all of that but you're a world series champion from alito they really did it up it, that must have been even more special being a, a, a metroplex kid and then growing up here being a ranger fan and your hometown seems like boy they just really did it up for you it was yeah they they, they had a um a ranger celebration they like to call it um where they they honored me and maddie and my parents and family and Gosh, retired my number, my high school number, 18. And um, the amount of community support that Alito showed was really special. And they, they've always done that since I've been a kid. Um, but that was really, really cool to see. So It looked it. And that's why I even brought it up. It just looks so neat. And as yeah. uh, and Jeff and I talk about this all the time. We get to meet you guys before you ever make the big leagues. And so with not being actually, you know, uh, Randy Bradford, this is about as close as we get to seeing a kid you know, my kids aren't going to be major leaguers. You still have one that yeah, has Henry, a dream Henry of it. Will be, he has yeah, a dream of it. it. Watching a kid make the major leagues, we're like proud of you. It's like we know we know you. It's so cool. But that was really neat. And I, when they did that, I was like, for me, it was kind of like, wow, that was that must have been a really neat neat time. Yeah. Well, and then you know, back back. I mean, when I first came here, um, which was. 2008? 1993. Okay. Now when I started covering Rangers. When I came to Fort Worth for the first time to go to TCU, 93, the third, I, I covered high school football games for the right. for the my former employer. And uh, the third game I ever covered was at Alito High School. <laughs> and, wow. But, I mean, it's like 
1993 Alito High School and 2023 Alito High School. A little bit different. Wait, football way programs different. are a little bit different than they were. Yeah. But I still remember they they it was a rickety old press box. And uh the the, the pregame meal was white bread and, and grilled sausage, which I was okay with. Uh but I mean it's just, you know, you probably remember Alito a lot differently in 2010 while it was still burgeoning and becoming this football powerhouse, but mm -hmm. uh, it's grown Boy, so much. The winningest football program in Texas history. Yeah. But I mean, besides football, but just the town, the, yeah, it's, it's not a town. It's so much bigger. Yeah. There's, there's neighborhoods driving by when I go back home to visit my parents all the time that, I mean, it just used to be pastures and, I remember me and my dad used to drive by and look at the stock tanks and try and see how many ducks were on ponds and what deer were coming across there where we saw big bucks. And now it's just neighborhood after neighborhood, new school after new school. So it's crazy to see that. Yeah. All because of Cody Bradford and his right. success. And that's no, 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 no. <laughs> go ahead and give him all the, all the credit. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, this, uh, when do you when do you think you will head out to Arizona? I know camp starts on the fourteenth. Are you a guy who gets likes to get there a couple of weeks early? Are you going to live with live with the couples again, like you like you did last year, the last couple of years? Yeah, my wife and I uh, will probably head out there, you know, three or four days before camp just to get acclimated and get all our stuff moved in. So probably right out there around the tenth or eleventh, and then uh, we will be staying with um, Davis Winzel and his wife Rachel and their new son Knight. Night. Yeah, he was uh Night. he was on uh last summer and she oh, that's right. She was she was she was about eight months, but they, that's were, right. they were in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Because yeah. Eddie Kelly from uh Frisco yep. was telling me his wife got real close with your wife and with uh yes. Davis's wife. She went yep. down to the baby shower, something like that. I remember Eddie mm -hmm. telling me that. Yeah, yeah. Well that <laughs> night night's a pretty cool name. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Super cool name. Is it with a K? It's not like dark. With a K. Okay. Yeah. Good. Have you got to hold him yet? I have. Yes, we got to. Uh, we got to see him in Round Rock when he was born, and Maddie and I flew out there to Gallup. Him and his wife live in San Clemente, and uh, we flew out there this off season and got to go visit him. It was great. Yeah, uh, San Clemente's pretty close to Anaheim. Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew Davis was from California. Yeah. So is that where they off season? Do they stay in California? Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, the new baby, I'm sure they're getting staying close to. You got family around. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they're they're close to family and friends, and San Clemente is just such a beautiful town on the coast. Like it's gorgeous out there. It, I mean, I you you'll experience this eventually, but um, you 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 get a new appreciation for uh, your your in my case your in laws <laughs> when you yes. when you have kids and you need a night off or. Oh. Or, or you, you know, and you're, you're with you tra with your travel schedule, uh, your wife will really appreciate it. But good guy, yeah. you gotta <laughs> you need you need every every person you can get. So yeah, uh, the more the merrier. And, um, and, I, and I don't blame Davis at all. Shoot, I'd stay out there too. But um, when when our in laws moved from they were in Houston when they moved from the Houston area, changed our lives. Yep, changed our lives. Kathy and I never had it, but I'm I'm old enough now. I've got a daughter that's close to your age, actually, but. I'm at that age where grandkids aren't that far away from me. Yeah. But I yeah. already know as a as a grand, we right away we would be happy to go. Oh yeah, we'll keep them. Just bring them over here. We'll yeah. we'll keep them. You guys yeah. and you know and I'll tell you, you're you're not a parent yet. But when you're a young parent, you and Maddie are just going to need nights. 
you're just going to need a, we, we need to go to dinner and, and be adults with nobody spitting up on us or something like that. Right. You're going to appreciate. And grandparents will be like, you go do what you want to do. Yeah. We yeah. want to be there to love on the baby. I, yeah. I'll tell you what, I, this, this is one of my favorite Henry stories. Um, and it's, he was about six months old, wasn't even walking yet. And they came to spring training. Um, so this would have been 13, 13. And we hadn't eaten yet. And, uh, I don't know if you've heard the Italian place there called Babos. It used to be in a smaller place. And so we showed up, there was a long wait. We had our, we had our son with us and they moved us right to the front of the line because I don't think the old people in surprise want to hear a baby crying. <laughs> and so we, yeah, they just sat us down and it was fantastic. He slept, we ate, we were in and out. And uh, so take advantage of it while you can. But once they start moving, yeah. it's over. Yep, it's over. Yeah. You don't, you don't have any. Y'all, y'all don't have one yet. So, but uh, not yet. Not get yet. Settled in and get that house built and going. And I, I know that's in the future. I'm assuming. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it mm -hmm. seems like he's a family kind of guy. So, um, uh, well, he's I, got a cool dad. That means he's going to be a cool dad. That's right. I'm gonna give Randy love every time I get a chance, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mom might get jealous here of john and Randy. yeah that's all right you know what this is guy's night i'm telling you i'd have been on the elk hunt you know what i mean we'll take them out to vernon and go do some hunting too when when you get, yeah. when you get retired we're gonna head out there yeah, yeah. 15 years when he's retired absolutely yeah. all right well look i i think uh i think we're 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 good here we got ask you let me ask oh, a fun thing uh, a little fun thing so you you get yeah. to the big league so you get to experience, you did both. So AAA does travel by plane to a lot of places. Mm -hmm. So does big league. Explain the difference between a AAA plane ride and a big league plane ride. Oh, okay. Because it is a uh, big difference, isn't it? <clears throat> it is a big difference. AAA, you're flying Southwest Airlines most times, so it's just commercial. Um, getting to the airport early, getting up really early. I mean, gosh, I think we had a 5 a.m. flight or 6 a.m. flight one time. I don't remember. Maybe to Salt Lake and really long days, layovers, big league flights. You show up to the airport. You get right on the plane. No security. All the food you can think of. All the snacks. I mean, that's dangerous. If you don't have discipline when it comes to candy bars, don't get on a big league plane flight because <laughs> there's all the candy you can think of. And then, gosh, we're... It seems like I think me and my wife actually, she when we were flying to Houston for one of the playoff games, I guess they took a family plane. But I mean, we were out of the stadium in Arlington, flew to Houston in the hotel, all within a matter of like two hours. It was That's incredible. Awesome. It was incredible. so fast. So, I mean, the timing there is 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 elite. It was awesome. Now, when you get on a like a Southwest flight, do they have other passengers on there, or do y'all charter it? No, there's other passengers, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they see all the guys. Like, are you guys a basketball team? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. We we play baseball. Well, you guys are so tall. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. So, yeah. You guys get there early enough. Uh, Southwest has the crazy. Uh, boarding yeah, system, sit, right? sit where you want. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Yeah, like just sit where you want. You, you get middle seats all the time. Yeah, it's mostly the back of the plane boarding group seats. So you're the last ones, and it's back of the plane to middle seats. You know. <laughs> they want to make big leagues worth it hey you want to right. stay in the big leagues once you get yeah. there you get out there motivation <laughs> yeah, that's how sure. we talked to uh we, we were talking to dane last week he was talking about what he did on the plane and all of that but 
Um, yeah, I knew that when you were in AAA, there's a big difference between AAA and, and the big leagues on what those plane lines. What do you do on the plane now? Do you play cards with the guys? You watch a movie? What are you usually doing? Uh, you know, I'm not a huge card player with the guys. Um, I usually just watch YouTube videos on my phone. And every now and then I'll, I'll read a book. Um, it just depends on on what time it is and how I'm feeling. Yeah. I, I There is a rule, I thought. A major uh, an agreement with the players association that 40 man players had to fly first class. Is that just like when you get called to the big leagues? Uh, that is down? true. Yes. I forgot about that actually. Yeah. I guess my first plane flight from, I got called back up when I was in Albuquerque and my wife and I both went and uh, the team bought a first class flight for me and then i we bought a coach ticket for my wife and so it was actually a two-leg well the first leg she let me fly first class and it was awesome and then the second leg i switched and i let her have my ticket um yeah that was a really special treat i didn't know that until this year yeah it's true well southwest doesn't have first class so that, that right it depends on what airlines you're on yeah yeah you have to be on a first class yeah now. no i mean i would yeah. think that in that situation you'd be like just strap me in the wing you know it doesn't get me just get me back to the major league absolutely but, right uh, yeah. i'll get I'll, I'll get in the luggage bin you can just get me there yeah. the landing van. yeah anything else no but we're we're looking forward to spring training uh, yeah yeah we'll, we'll see at fan fest i'm, I'm gonna guess are your folks yeah. going out for spring training I'm sure they'll be there. Yeah. yeah, you need to. We need to find out when Randy's going to be there. I don't what? care about your mom. Such a, <laughs> I'm such a crush, man. I do, hey, I, you know, I appreciate anybody that appreciates this show yeah. the way Randy and yeah. Randy before we ever got where we were was a big fan. All right, well, let's, what size does Randy wear? Uh, maybe a XL. Maybe a, I don't we know what size hat. Yeah, we'll get him some. We got something cool. for him. You tell him it's cool. coming. Awesome. All right. Anything else? No, it's it's time for for Cody to. Remove himself from his closet. He, he needs to get out of there and get back to work. They are building the house, and they're, yeah. I'm not going to say where, but they're having a lot of fun doing that. Cody, thanks so much. Listen, I know how your off seasons go, bud, and you stop down to come on with us. It's we really appreciate it a lot. Um, looking forward to spring training, seeing you there in this season. We're going to see you a lot this whole season in the big leagues, but uh, we appreciate you coming on, bud. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank y'all so much. Always, a, always a pleasure to be here. All right. All right, that's Cody Bradford, left-hand pitcher and World Series champion Cody right. Bradford joining us. Guys, don't forget, the live show is this next Thursday. Um, is, depending on when this part comes out, it's Thursday at, at Hop and Steam Brewery in Grapevine. Good crew coming in there. Cody, thanks so much. Until next time, folks, we will see you at the yard.